All right, Mary, we are here to talk about Huluween Drag Stravaganza, hosted by Monet Exchange and Ginger Minge. Mary, when did you watch it? Did you watch it at night? Did you watch it in the morning? I uh, I watched it in the morning because uh, I uh, I needed to squeeze it in because I wasn't going to be around in the evening. And so I was like, well, 11 a.m. on a Saturday is not the most, you know, it's not the spookiest time of year to watch the Huluween extrava- drag extravaganza. But it was 42 minutes. And so it was a good time. Yeah, I'm glad it was 42 minutes. I will say. For what it was, there were some really funny segments. I thought Monet and Ginger were really, you know, they were adorable and they looked great and all of that. I think the bulk of kind of what I am taking away from watching Huluween Drag Stravaganza, I'm probably just going to call it Huluween because I think Drag Stravaganza is like awful. Yeah. Um, it just sounds like a straight person made it up. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> It's Fierce Delicious's Drag Stravaganza. So I think with the Huluween special, what I'm taking away that I think is very interesting is this age of queens after Drag Race, the departure from Drag Race. How, you know, away from WOW, WOW Presents, right? So WOW Presents kind of created this machine, and now we have Hulu taking on many drag race girls right because of their popularity kind of cashing in these queens are having other managers and booking other gigs with non drag race girls like lady bunny uh jackie beat you have landon cider from the dragula franchise you have mario diaz who's like a new york kind of drag staple and then selene luna so it's just interesting now to see where if drag can really become mainstream without drag race. Yeah, I mean I I what I what I liked about this was that certainly there was a there was a familiarity just in kind of the casting and some of the the beats and whatnot. Um the beats you mean their faces? <laughs> well, yeah, and speaking of beats, but then there's also the Jackie beat kind mm. of vibe that I think is what I liked about it the most was that there because Jackie Beat, like I think, I think she wrote this or helped write it. She, she's more than just the star of it. Yeah, and she wrote so, a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and I could feel that. I could feel that that specific drag, that specific non-drag race energy that queens like Jackie Beat and Lady Bunny play in. That was honestly refreshing. Like I, I, I appreciated, for example, the like. There's a there's a deliberate corniness. There's a deliberate yes. like leaning in hard on the punchline to the point of like it becomes funny again, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That mummy number was so stupid. <laughs> it was so dumb. And like thank God they like acknowledged it because yeah. that's what brought it to a new level. And I I anything Lady Bunny is in and is is going to be, you know, better than good, it's great. Like it's I think she is like when RuPaul said Lady Bunny is like the funniest person she knows. I don't think that's hyperbole. I think Lady Bunny is one of the funniest people in the drag world. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, she's one of the funniest. She's she's definitely one of the funniest. I think she earns the title. I think she earns the legendary status. I think she is so ridiculous. Um. You know, yeah. like, are her jokes as smart as Bob the Drag Queens? No, but like, I feel like 
they are the dumbest jokes I've heard. They're really dumb. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I it's, love it. It's, it's adorable. And yeah. also, I don't know, not adorable in that sense. Like, not to make it seem cute. Um, I don't know. I just love her. Meaning adorable. Like, I adore her uh, because of it. Um, because of how dumb it is, right? Um, I The other thing that I'm kind of taking away is that from it, you know, it's like, what does drag look like outside of drag race? It's still sanitized because it's TV. Well, this is what was interesting. So, okay, just to kind of, I, I feel like if you're listening to this, you know what we're talking about, but just to kind of put some context, um, that this is, you know, this just came out the beginning of the month on Hulu, this Huluian drug extravaganza that is sort of a variety show of drag performers. There's, mm. there's sort of a Paul Lind Halloween special, uh-huh. you know, homage here. But it's also very deliberately, very wink, wink, nod, nod, a promotion for Halloween and they're oh like all God. their spooky movies and TV shows and things coming out this month. Yes. And so that's where it is very familiar to say a wow production where like, oh, you are not afraid of, of plugging products. And in fact, that's all this is really... This is that's actually primarily what this is, but you've brought in Jackie Beat and friends to secondarily make it a variety show. It's almost like, okay, we'll test out this drag thing on Hulu, but you need to promote all of our other content. You know what I mean? It almost mm-hmm. seemed it seemed like they were just using this as a pilot. Because uh, it's at the end, question mark. You know, I I I thought that was an interesting beat to end on of like, huh. Are they going to do this again? Right. We'll see. Um, well, even on Hulu, it's listed as season one, episode, episode one. And one. part of yeah. me was like, oh, God, there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be more. I don't think there's going to be more. <laughs> I really don't think there's going to be more. Not that I heard about. There was a whole Hulu advert for the alien cartoon, too. Yeah. They like literally cut to like a, 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 a yeah, a, a trailer for this new Solar Opposites cartoon. And that's where it was like. Oh boy, we've like dropped the wink, wink, nod, nod, and we've just dropped yeah. the trailer into the whole yeah. thing. No, there's yeah. literally a trailer, uh, it, you know, unabashed trailer. I'm like, oh, you got aliens in there somehow. Good for you, you know. Yeah, yeah, without anyone having to put green paint on their face. <laughs> yeah, I it it just did feel it it did feel a little sanitized to me. With if you have Jackie Beat and Lady Bunny a part of this, uh, and the winner of a Dragula season. If it was more Rue Girls, I would kind of understand the sanitization. I just, it doesn't make me that excited to see more drag on mainstream network TV. Or, you know, streaming, which is kind of the same, yeah. you know, sort of yeah. the same idea. Because God forbid a child sees it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that it is, you know, it it's a... In one lens, it's a, it's a harmless 42 minutes of drag, right. you know, and, and it's a gig for, you know, Ginger and Monet and Bunny and Manila and Mohart and Jackie and uh, uh, Celine Luna and Jujubee and Landon and Mario. So, like, great. Let's give all those queer people a gig. Um, but it, it's also, I think, I'm thinking about where if, if there was kind of a an iceberg of, of, of drag on TV, of televised drag, you know what I mean? There's you know, I, I don't know, let's say international seasons of drag race that are not afraid to show you big bulges and in, in, you know, in the pit mm. crews, bathing suits and hard ons. And yeah. yeah. And to like make really dirty jokes because like in Espana, for example, it's like, you know, it, it's a little more sexually free anyway. Um, 
so there's that there's kind of like that variation or like older seasons of Dracula that felt kind of like yes. dangerous and basementy. Yes. And then kind of at the top of this iceberg or at the peak, there's like a secret celebrity drag race, you know, season two. And it's like super sanitized and super, you know, safe for children and all that bullshit. And then somewhere in the middle of all of that is something like this that is on the same streaming platform that is showing things like Hellraiser and, you know what I mean? And like, uh -huh. you know, even in this like solar opposites cartoon, there's clearly some like, you know, uh, more adult humor in that. There's some, uh, there are blowjob jokes, things like that. So it's like, it, it's, it's in this very specific space that for streaming and mainstream television is probably in general more on the risque side mm. or more on the like HBO side of things. You look at Handmaid's Tale, you look at some of these other shows that they have oh, on Hulu. But for those of us who are maybe more familiar with, oh, but then there's also that 2 a.m. drag at pieces drag. If you know that level of drag and what Lady Bunny would be joking about Girl. in that realm or what she jokes about even on Ebony and Irony, you then you can see the level to which this is sanitized. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I guess to like... You know the passing visitor. It it's really it was really entertaining and kind of risque, um, and it seems like they're playing it safe because there are more Drag Race viewers that are going to be a little bit more sensitive. Yeah, and I, I think what what they tried to do was instead of making like really you know I mean like making jokes of like you know I think Lady Bunny at one point in the sex operator commercial there's like oh heavy or, you know, or maybe it was the the <laughs> jackie on the phone oh yes it was jackie yes and and she hears the heavy breathing dad. on the phone and she goes dad i mean that is like what you can that's a taste of what you get from the 2 a.m at pieces uh -huh. drag you know well um yeah and I, let's just name it now ghoul talk it, that, oh is there any way that could be like a clip of the week that's the best two minutes of this whole show best two minutes of like a halloween special i've seen yeah. the nuances that juju and mo hart were finding the, the 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 writing of it was so spot on and and lady bunny bringing the pepper voice you know yes, like i pepper. wanted her to yes. say this is pepper uh <laughs> I I loved it. I mean, it, it, I feel like yeah, Lady Bunny could do a lip synca style answering telephones performance, but she's just Pepper. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, the Ghoul Talk, Mary. I'm sorry to just kind of pause for a second on it, but like, if you're gonna watch, if you haven't watched any of Huluween, just look up on YouTube the Ghoul Talk segment. It is. That's. I wanted the whole series to be like that. Mm -hmm. To be that kind of like smart. And that's satirical, like that of just like twisting something on its head. That is, it was brilliantly written and performed. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was definitely a, a shining example, maybe a little bit more than like Next American Slasher, which felt like a drag race challenge. That's, I, I was just about to say that. Let's just jump into that. that, that then, yeah. Because that was, I was like, oh, this is the finale, you know, the, the final three challenge on drag race that uh -huh. happens to be airing on Halloween. And so they made it this next American slasher challenge. Mm -hmm. um, now I will say this, as we were talking on the UK episode about the lyrics for these songs, just being a little generic, I found these lyrics, which I know they didn't write them, right? Other people helped and whatever. But I found these lyrics to be very creative, right? Because they were taking on characters. There was jokes in them. 
Right. And I, exactly. Like this, it, it was refreshing to see that it wasn't just, you know, uh, drag race, you know, or drag queens having to promote, you know, talk themselves up or uh, stand out as the best. Like, I think there's also that too, to remember that like, oh, this is also one of the few drag, like uh, just in quotes, drag on TV. We know that that means oh. streaming, whatever. But one of the few drag on TV examples that isn't a competition right now. This one? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You're like, right. there's also that of like, oh, yeah. And no one, like, that's what's weird about this, like, next American slashers. Like, the reminder that, like, oh, this actually, no one's going to win this episode. Yeah. No one's going to win this episode. I think the other examples, right, are like Unha and then Jinx's sketch show. But the sketch show is only on WoW Presents, right? So, yeah, Unha, those, I, I think, think of, is a little bit more widely shown. And it's like, it's still YouTube and WoW Presents. Mm. Like, I think that, like, it's, there's, tons of you know drag queens on youtube doing you know all, you could say bussy queen is a is non-competitive drag on youtube uh but i feel like in this kind of space you know in this kind of more mainstream space i feel like you know yeah, it's e right. it's either like the three queens or the couple of queens who have a cameo in hocus pocus 2 uh or simone's brief out of drag cameo in bros <laughs> or this okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, it, it, that is kind of refreshing in a sense. Uh, it was 42 minutes. Did you feel like it was a little long, though? Oh, it dragged a little. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning, I got to say, when it started and like maybe the first like third of it, I was having a great time. Me too. I, and I almost wanted to text you and say, oh, the, the Huluween thing is a hoot. Because uh, I was getting that like that bunny Jackie beat. Yeah. I could see Sherry Vine showing up kind uh -huh. of energy. And I was like, oh, and, and even I thought Ginger and Monet were really funny. I thought they were, they were, you know, dicking around. It was like an acting challenge on an all-star season. It was an acting challenge. You it, know, it was I know. With a little bit better writing. I will say I loved the horror references right off the bat in that first segment. You had Poltergeist, you had Serial Mom, Don't Wear White After Labor Day. You had Now a Warning from Death mm -hmm. Becomes Her. I was just like, okay, they're doing this. I appreciate it. You had Hocus Pocus, boo hook. Um, you know, there were there were clear references to horror which and spooky movies, which I appreciated, which is very, you know, uh, appropriate for a drag variety show. Um, and th that first segment... I was like, okay, yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a drag race challenge, and at least it's Monet and Ginger. You know, they're doing their goddamn best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I've come to really embrace Monet's schmacting. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, I've it is that's what it is. Yeah. Ginger's good. Ginger's and a genuinely Monet good has actress. A tone. Yeah. Monet has this tone. Uh huh. Yeah. And I've just come to accept it. Of like, this is just <laughs> this is the the drag. This is a drag version of acting. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and yeah. I will say this. She sounded awesome singing, oh. and she looked fucking stunning in that, like, Medusa meets, you know, the devil in a red dress look. I mean, not that it matters, but, like, she looked like she was giving me Violet Tchotchke. She was so skinny in that. I couldn't tell if she Monet. She looked thin, She yeah. looked so thin. And, I mean, I, I wasn't sure if it was the corset, but even her face, her shoulders just looked so slim. It was, I know she talked on Sibling Rivalry, or was it Ebony and Irony, about, like, losing weight. How she, the last time she saw her on TV, herself on TV was All-Star. She's like, wow, I was big. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, uh, 
pandemic, Either way. you know, people I, please, out, right? You know? It's like that, that's relatable content as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Totally. Nobody yeah. was moving, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I thought she looked great. Um, and yeah, the, the, the schmack thing is, is what it is. And I, I'm, I, I got used to it. I'm glad that they brought in, you know, and oh, sorry, I'm talking too fast for my thoughts, but or too slow for my thoughts. I, in terms of the original music that was promoted, it was fine. It was, it was cute. It was sweet. And they sounded good. It was well produced. Um, I will say I do have the opening number in my head as it, it just keeps playing. You know, Huluween Drag Extravaganza. I just keeps playing in my drag head. Drag Extravaganza. Oh. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Huluween Drag Extravaganza. Yeah. Huluween. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's, and so in my head, I just keep hearing Huluween and then uh-huh. it kind of trails off, but it's mostly the Huluween. Yeah. No, it so, was good. And I liked yeah. when, you know, Bunny popped in. They all, Manila got her a little verse. You know, it was all, um, you know, well put together. Uh, and then, and then we got, the ghoul talk and i was like i'm here i'm in this i was mm-hmm. laughing out loud alone watching this yeah uh it was it was great and then jackie beat and the vampire number which you know it was fine and uh, and it was funny and re- really clever the thing is you're not used to this but you have to listen to the lyrics well that's what i was thinking is like if you're not if you're if you need it to be a little more like spoon fed dating a vampire sucks could be a little boring because it does take its sweet time. But if you really listen and, and again, what I love about Jackie beat is that like the puns are not like terribly advanced. They're, they're almost the obvious ones. Mm -hmm. And, and that's almost what makes it funny is that like, you can see them coming, you know? Oh my God. I, it was, she is, she's really, really talented. She's yeah. really talented. I'm glad that there's this show to kind of introduce Jackie Beat to drag race girls that don't know her or drag race fans that don't know her. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean she's it's like she has been she's been doing drag for such a long time and like doing so much with it and it's almost it makes you wonder why she hasn't been hired by Drag Race or maybe she hasn't accepted the offer, you know, to be a writer for them because mm-hmm. like this is exactly what we what they need is a, a writer, <laughs> for example. Yeah, and what's interesting though about Jackie, I remember, God, very recently she had an interview with Bunny, um, but she was just—I mean, she she's a great writer, but she's also a fucking performer. And I feel like if she went on Drag Race on that machine and put herself in as a writer, she wouldn't be getting the same booking fee that starlet would get you know what i mean they they'd make her like freddie they just put her in a chair in the corner mary i know your feelings <laughs> justice know. for freddie justice for jackie i uh, we we i think it was two years ago we did adam and steve uh so we uh-huh. so she is a matron alum she is a matron alum that's right she was in in, in adam and steve yeah jackie beat <laughs> Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. One time, Mary, I spent 20 minutes looking for my glasses. And he needs his glasses. He can't see without his glasses. Well, guess what, Mimi? They were on my face the entire time, just waiting for me to notice them. I kind of feel like maybe looking in the mirror might have helped. That's actually kind of how therapy works. Oh, we're talking about therapy? (laughs) We are, Mary. Well, I do love therapy. 
A therapist doesn't necessarily solve all your problems, but helps you see the solutions and become a better problem solver on your own. Oh, I hear that. Just by talking through something with a therapist, I often get to those aha moments completely on my own. Marys, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's affordable, accessible, convenient, and entirely online, so you don't need to leave the comfort of that cozy caftan. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. We've, we've talked a bit about the next American slasher. It totally is the Halloween-themed top three. And, of course, it's Jujube, Manila Luzon, and Mo Hart. It yeah. is a logical top three I of was like, season. have they all been on a season together? I thought it was a, a, a funny twist on it. Like, oh, first American slasher, you know, making everything kind of Halloween-themed and whatnot. Um Manila, the one segment that didn't work for me was the zombie one. But I think that's because I'm just, I don't think, I think it's all gross. So I'm not mm. laughing, you know? It it didn't really, uh, it didn't really take off, I would say, the zombie sketch. And I think, I think Manila is funny, but I, I kind of felt like if this felt like one of those QNN news acting challenges, and I thought, mm. oh, you would have been safe if this was an acting. And I know I shouldn't be applying the competition to the <laughs> one of the rare non-competition drag shows on, on mainstream television, but like, that's my point of reference. Manila was great. She she looked great. I thought she sounded great when she was singing, and she was really funny. Um, and that sketch just was one of the lower points um, not the lowest, because the lowest wasn't a drag performance, actually, for me. Um, oh, <laughs> but, oh! Uh, but the it was it was one of the lower points in the show, um, and it was unfortunate because it was in kind of like Act Two. Well, you, you've you've you know buried the lead, and now it's coming back from the dead. Mary, uh, what was your lowest point? The Kesha performance was really uncomfortable. That's where it got the longest, where I was like, I, that's where I was officially like, I got up and got a drink, you know? Mary, I, maybe it's because I just watched Dahmer, but like the whole song about like eating boys and drinking their blood and it being so visual, I was just like, I, Kesha, what are you doing? <laughs> Mary, Mary, that reminds me, I think they edited out a lyric. Oh, there is a part in the song that I have to go back and watch that it it feels like they they just muted out a lyric that and it, it would have made sense if she was making a Dahmer reference. Right. Because yeah. Mary, I was like, everybody is thinking about the fucking Dahmer show that's watched it, watching this very awkward song that Kesha is singing and performing. Yeah, I am. I'm looking at the lyrics now to see if I see anything. Um, Did you watch Dahmer? No, I don't think that's your beat. I I think. Oh my God, Maria, listen to this. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, some of her lyrics include: "Use your finger to stir my tea, and for dessert, I'll suck your teeth. Be too sweet, and you'll be a goner." Yeah. I'll pull a Jeffrey Dahmer. <gasps> so they cut that. They, they, they cut that? They cut You can tell where you can hear it. It literally, it, it's like they sherry pied the line. It just, boop, it's not there anymore. No frozen runway for you, Sherry. 
Oh my God, you go, Glenn Coco. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I, 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 good, good. Then I'm glad that my instincts were correct because, like, I was not feeling this performance at all. It was over sexualized, and it's only because I'm in that space, right? Yeah. It. Well, I mean, I kind of feel like that's from the little, I, you know, the, what I've seen about people talking about Dahmer is like there is that sense of like. I don't know, like, oh boy, we're we're all having a good rollicking, money making time, dramatizing this this tragedy. Can we just like, you know, leave it alone? Like, I, I'm sure it's like really well made, but I totally get that feeling of like, um, it's funny on Drag Race UK we just talked about like John Benet Ramsey being this like dark drag reference, and now it's like, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer being a pop cultural. Don't just throw out, yeah, throw it, around Dahmer. That's right? a pretty dark reference if you know pretty anything dark? about Jeffrey Dahmer, oh my God, especially the, gay men. Yes, well, especially people of color, right? Like that's the other thing that that this series illuminated was like the police were up to their bullshit around the whole Dahmer thing as well. You know, I mean, people were calling Mary. People heard him. People heard them dying, mm -hmm. and they called the police for a year. I mean, Mary, I, I, I don't want to endorse the show because I actually don't endorse the show. Um, I think that there's a lot that w that came out of it that's really important. There was some focus on the victims and whatever and all of that. Um, but like I, I, after the show finished, maybe it's just like the Ryan Murphy curse because Ryan Murphy usually starts shows and they're really great and then they end terribly. That's right. what happened with Dahmer. The, past, the, the last two or maybe even three episodes uh, – I, w I was just like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Why are you saying this? What is going on? Um, but I will say the, the most important thing was like Niecy Nash's character um, and then also the, the deaf man's character. Like those storylines were uh, really compelling and, and, and great and made you be like, oh shit, I kind of feel bad that they're making a show about this, right? Mm -hmm. There, there was that aspect. But anyway, I'm, I, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. If you watch the show, you watch the show. It's one of those shows. If you're into true crime and all that, uh, there's two sides to every coin, right? In terms of like dramatizing a show, um, I watched the whole thing because uh, I was just like, it was like when I watched the assassination of Gianni Versace, I was like, I'm learning. And I'm yeah, also yeah. I'm also fact checking and googling while I'm watching the show, and that's what I was doing with Dahmer. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm intrigued by it, but I I, I feel like it's just it, I I get no. this uncomfortable feeling of like I, why put awful. myself through this? Yeah, yeah, no, Mary, you know? it's it's really uncomfortable. It makes my stomach turn. It was, it was, I I had to close my eyes a lot. Yeah, I it's it's and it it. What makes it worse is that it happened. You know what I mean? I, well, I just right. feel like I'm Selma Blair in storytelling. It happened. Like it was it oh God. It's just awful. Uh yeah, well that sounds and is that on Hulu? No, that's on Netflix. Yeah. Storytelling? No, Dahmer. Oh Dahmer. Yeah. No, Dahmer's on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, Dahmer's on Netflix. Um yeah. Uh ooh, just so eerie. Anyway, I don't want to spend any more time on that, but like the Kesha performance, I was like, yeah. I think I needed something a little like Yeah, yeah, yes. that's I mean, boy, unfortunate timing, you know. Uh and and in general, just kind of a gross. Um I could have even done with uh, like Alexis Michelle's Love Fool. You know, <laughs> something a little like more, you oh, know, yeah, that'd be spooky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're, if they, they, you know, do a whole song about a stalker and it's love fool. Yeah.
So anyway, uh, that's my low point. What was your low I point? I would say that probably was as well. And I think they... I, was that before or after Who's Your Mummy? It was before. Okay. Because I feel like Who's Your Mummy, I was glad that it showed up and that it was so bold-faced dumb. Like, I I just think yeah. that, like, you can just read that energy from, like, Bunny and, and Jackie that, again, to compare to Drag Race UK, we talk about these queens taking the lyrics so seriously and taking the song so seriously. And I just, I I loved how not serious they take any of this. Mary, if you, like, I watched it twice. If you watch it again, the lyrics, I mean, they're dumb, but they're really smart. Mm-hmm. They, they I, I'm sure you caught it, but the toot and Yes, I mean, I I Mary, know. I thought, like, fuck, that's. I'm your sister and your mummy. I mean, they put uh-huh. that in there. Don't Cleopatronize us. It was so stupid. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, these two protect these two. I, I could have taken just all of that the entire time. Like that ghoul talk, just just be dumb. Just be something Michelle Michelle Visage would call stupid to your face. Yeah, yeah. There's there, the they needed a little bit more of that Elvira mm. tone. And and I think we lost that with Monet and Ginger. Yeah, I guess that's interesting, right? That like they they kind of had the the Elvira role, and yes, they were the tone wasn't there. It was it was more of a drag race challenge. Yeah, they were more of like drag race girls who knew they were in a like in a in a promo. I wonder who else mm-hmm. they could have had that might have gotten that that specific Elvira tone. Even a, a drag race girl like who might she doesn't have to be spooky, but who gets that thing that Elvira does. Oh, uh, besides Rupaul. Yeah, right. Because oh. <laughs> there was a moment, I think Ginger Minch had a moment that made me think, oh, I wonder what Nina West would have done in this, you know? Oh, interesting. Um, You know, I think, God, the Elvira tone. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, who, I mean, like, what would a Willow Pill do in this kind of situation? Someone who is so ironic about okay. her drag, you know? Yes. Yeah. And super dark. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Evie Oddly would probably have a hoot with this, you know? Evie Oddly, yeah, I don't know if Evie Oddly could have could do an Elvira tone. She would do Elvira, but she um, would do it. She would. I could see her fitting into this world. Sure, um, man, Jinx Monsoon. Yeah, I mean, certainly when all else fails, go with Jinx. Mon- get Jinx and Ben to do a Halloween special. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, I think Chanel could have done <laughs> something interesting. <laughs> Can we just name drop? Yeah, sure, we can. Just you know, uh, just don't drop your purse. You know, oops. <laughs> yeah, just you know, don't don't drop anything into her uh, uh, tip her tip <laughs> jar, um, or make sure to, or else she's gonna get it, tip herself. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, then there's a part of me that's like, it it's not Elvira at all, but I just want to know what BB Zahara Benet would do <laughs> because it's BB, mm. you know. I mean, the other thing is, is that like Bob the Drag Queen could have hosted the shit out of this. Well, yeah, right? and in another world, it would have been Sharon Needles, but obviously, that world is not Oops. this world. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have to bleep that I, out? I don't know <laughs> if, if we. <laughs> Trigger warning: I'm I might mention Harry. Sharon Needles. Calm down. Yeah, yeah calm down. Uh, so, uh, season seven. I mean, uh, Trixie Mattel and Katya. Oh. It's interesting that they didn't go with that. That's. I, I, it's like I forgot about that till right now. It almost feels obvious. Yeah. 
it's interesting that they did not go with them. I'm glad they went with Monet. Uh, Ginger's, you know, very, very talented. Um, and it's just interesting that Katya and Trixie were not involved because they do have such a draw. But maybe they didn't want that. Or they've been on tour. I mean, they're also incredibly oh, okay. busy. Trixie built a, you know, a motel or made a TV show of it. I, I feel That's like true. more than yeah. anything, they were busy. Yeah, and Monet's tour didn't start until recently. This was filmed a little while mm-hmm. ago. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I appreciated the kind of mishmash of the drag scene. I do wonder if there's ever a world where a special like this or drag content that is not connected to WoW is going to involve non-drag race girls. If it's going to be, you know, obviously Jackie B, Peaches Christ, right? Those big ones, Coco Peru, you have the big ones like that. Um, But is it ever going to be like, oh, we're looking for drag talent to be in the show, to host the show, and it's there's no draw from drag race, you know? The drag is the draw. Yeah, I I think it it almost feels like you could do that, but like the if it's a matter of pulling numbers and and whatnot, like it feels it would feel silly to not include Drag Race girls just because of how much of an audience that draws. Like I, there, I, I think if if Drag Stravaganza, if this if this thing was just Jackie B. Hulu-ween. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if this was just Jackie, Jackie Beat, Coco Peru, Sherry Vine, Lady Bunny, etc., and so forth, they they would pull a fraction of the numbers. You know, You're right? I, I and for that though, I am kind of glad. I wonder who pushed it, but to include Jackie Beat and or to get her writing and and Lady Bunny and and all of that, right? That it wasn't just. Drag Race Girls. Somebody said stop. Well, yeah, and so Jackie talked about this. Maybe it was in that episode with Bunny on Ebony and Irony that, like, Jackie talked about, I guess on some podcast, was talking about, you know, all of these other, like, something like Hulu, whatever. Like, you know, they'll they'll have a, they'll you know, they'll use drag as, like, a little seasoning to kind of... um, help you know have a halloween special or whatever like but they're they're never you know they're they're claiming to be inclusive and they're claiming to want to you know uh include more voices but like whenever there's drag involved it's always just kind of a cameo versus the star and she's like i'd love Mm. to see one of them like actually put on a a full-on like drag centric show and i guess however this works that that hulu producer took the challenge on and brought the idea to the conference room and um and then I guess invited Jackie to be a part of it, maybe originally as a cast member, but then asked her to get involved with writing it as well. That's mm. a, a very weak and loose version of how she told it. But uh, I like that idea that that she basically put out the call of like, well, why not? Well, what if we had this? And someone was like, okay, sure, right? As long as we have Monet and Ginger and you know Moa uh-huh. Hart. Yeah. Well, I, you know. Juju yeah. B, right? Manila. You you have those five queens. It's like, okay, then you can hire whoever you right, want. Right, right. Because, you know, we need a name. We need names. And, I, I, yeah, yeah, we need names. It just would be interesting maybe if there was one Drag Race girl and then to see some other talent. Would it draw the same numbers, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it would, but I would be glad to be counted among those numbers. So, you know what I mean? It's like, I'd love to see it, but I don't expect to see it, you know? Sure, sure. 
it's just an interesting era. And I think that this is going to be one of those things that we can go back to and be like, okay, here's something where they're breaking away from the Drag Race franchise. Is it sinking? Is it swimming? Is this building to something else where you don't need to get on Drag Race to have a fucking career, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think with the holidays coming up, I always feel like, you know, it's like, okay, so what What are you, gonna, what are you guys going to do for Christmas? Is there going to be a, you know, I mean, last year, Ben and Jinx had their Christmas special on Hulu. Mm, that's but I, true. I'd that's be curious. True. There was The Bitch Who Stole Christmas, but that was another Fenton uh-huh. kind of... A wow production, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was wow or not, but, like, I, it's the same producer, yeah, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I, I think... Like all of these things, you know, uh, the you know, bros, any anything that's kind of the first of its time, like it, we're always going to want it to be so many more things than it can be its first time out. Um, mm. And I will always lower the bar a little bit for like, well, but it happens, you know, but it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, we we have to hope that it just keeps being refined um, and that people get used to what drag is saying or what it can do and that it's very silly and that it can be very funny um, and that it is adult, right? Like I, that's the other thing that I feel like people are tiptoeing around. It's like, no, it can be adult. It can be risky. It's supposed to walk the line. And I feel like there's this thing that happens on TV where they sanitize it, but they don't sanitize Handmaid's Tale, right? Oh, and we're not going to sanitize Dahmer. Oh, and we're not going to sanitize House of Dragon. But for drag, oh, no, no, but but teens might be watching it. It's like, oh, God Well, because it's also queer. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, there is there right. is so much, you know, for lack of a better term, heterosex on network television. I mean, just like I w- – well, and violence well, and blood. Of like, course, you know, all, all of that, that is there. But like, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, the the what if teens or kids are watching is because what if there's like some, you know, crude, dirty sex joke. But it's really like you guys also had Pam and Tommy, which had like a talking penis in it. You know what I mean? Like, oh I, God, ja- yeah, I believe I believe Tommy's penis talks. I can't verify nor deny. But you had you had Pam and Tommy where what they're known about known for is a sex tape. And yeah, so it right. does. I do think there is that added lens of like the, you know, oh, God, think of the children is because it's it's it could be potentially a queer sex joke, you know, or like uh, it it's, you know, uh, you know, a, a fucking your dad joke, you know. Uh huh. Right. And I, I don't know. I it, it seems like there's this system that's been created. Right. This hierarchy of what what can pass and i feel like the minute drag comes in it's like nope drag enough Mm -hmm. yeah like is 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 risky go read to children in a library no don't read to children in a library you know and then here we have this drag show and granted like i'm complaining about kesha's performance so i know how like stupid i sound but at the same time like it, it, the rest of the show was very sanitized in terms of jokes, except for maybe ghoul talk, which I thought was just brilliant. Yeah, well, I, you know, uh, I, I support more of this. I, um, it was, you know, I, I, maybe I'll watch it again closer to Halloween and see how it feels the second time around, you know. Um, it, it, maybe it is a nice little double feature with the Paul Lynn special, you know, like, look how far mm. we've come. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Mary, next week, we're actually not going to be talking about anything too spooky 
but we are going to be talking about the movie Bros on this. Yes, week. we are. I it it really is kind of a bookend to Fire Island at the beginning of the summer mm, in is. terms of of sure. you know gay movies. Um, I've seen it already, and you have not. So I don't want as of recording. So I don't want to say anything and qualify your experience. But I am excited to talk about it. I I do feel like. Um, what I had, what I said to you, and I'll I'll say again here is I feel like there was a lot that came up in the movie that would be fun for us to talk about, and equally, there's a lot that came up in the movie that I was like, oh my god, this is literally something we've talked about multiple times in Only Mary's episodes, and so that oh was god. kind of like it was almost surreal of like that topic, what you know? Okay, well then I'm excited to talk about it next next week, and then I believe the week after. Our Dragula coverage is going to start, um, if not the week after the week yeah, after that. Yeah, whenever Dragula starts, our Dragula coverage is going to start. Yeah, so if there is a week in the middle there, we'll probably do some scary movie. Um, I recently became aware of the movie called Stranger by the Lake, uh, which is a French gay erotic thriller, uh, which might be interesting to cover. Mm. I I have not seen it, but I looked at the IMDb page. I saw there were no women in it, but I'm okay with that. If it's, you know, if it's gay, I can make peace with that. It's like about cruising in a forest. Yeah, yeah. Someone said it's like almost the entire movie takes place just around the lake. Like it's all very like single Uh location. So I thought that seemed that seemed interesting. Um, So, yeah, maybe that might be something we talk about. Well. Huluween Drag Extravaganza um, until next year. I, yeah, yeah, I liked it. I, you know, I, li- I, liked, I liked it. it. I liked I it. it. <laughs> Feel the hands running up all over my body. <laughs> Whiskey on this breath. The Roadhouse Whiskey on his breath, and I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Dirty pillows. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I did like it. I liked it. All right, Mary. <laughs> I did like it. Yeah, no, I liked it. I did. Um, it was fine. It was a good thing to kind of put on, and uh, maybe you could be making dinner or, you know, carving pumpkins while watching this. You know? Yeah, I mean? right? Carve some goddamn pumpkins, or if you don't want to, paint them. Yeah, paint them. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Or put them in your hair and use them as, uh, <laughs> or you can put them in your hair afterwards. What's the quote from Margaret Cho? <laughs> it's, uh, and then when you're done eating, you can put them in your hair. You can put them in your hair. <laughs> yeah. Margaret, use chopsticks. Use chopsticks, use Margaret. Chopsticks. Use chopsticks. And then when you're done eating, you can put them in your hair. <laughs> oh, no, we do not wear shoes inside the house. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, for Marys that don't know the context of that, it is when uh, ABC hired an Asian consultant because Margaret Cho was not reading Asian enough on television, Yeah, which is the joke in itself. (laughs) What was that special called? I'm the one that I want. I'm the one that I want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't believe we haven't done I'm the one that I want or the Notorious CHO on here. Notorious CHO, I think we could do more easily. I'm the one that I want is hard to find. You actually have to like look on like illegally in front of a fire hydrant. You have to find it illegally. Um, like kiss me guido we have to hunt that yeah down. exactly it's uh, i'm the one i want is like that or you can like purchase the oh you know what she, actually maybe there is a album uh you know like a disc album of i'm the one that i want um i do know that drunk i think it's called drunk with power is one of her first comedy albums that i had as a kid anyway oh i don't Margaret know that Cho. yeah um well notorious cho i could 
I could talk about for the rest of my Eileen? life. Yeah, no, Eileen? Yeah. Eileen? <laughs> Are you talking yeah. to her or her or her or her? Yeah. Or her or her. Knock, knock. Who's there? Chocolate. Chocolate who? I want to eat chocolate off your dick. <laughs> uh. Oh, God. She's... Uh... Margaret. Oh, speaking of Fire Island. Anyway, yeah. Marys, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week for some discussions about gay stuff and bros. Potty potty! Tatsies! Oh, y'all are kinky. Okay. This is a hot